Megan, Megan, I've done it. I've dis- I've made a discovery. <laughs> Does that have anything to do with why you sound like that? Yes, because I'm not this universe's Scotty. I'm alternate universe Jason Statham Scotty. Because you believe this is the only universe, man. There's not just one universe. There's fun fiction. Every time black holes, I don't know. Fuck you. Welcome to Fun Fiction, the show where two idiots ruin that thing you like it. Oh, ah, I'm Scotty Moore. <laughs> I knew that was going to oh, ah, I can't do it. do it. It hurts to do it appropriately. Really? That just means you're fucking weak. Because I'm, I'm, oh, ah, ow. Wait, no, fuck, damn, oh, God. See, yeah, <laughs> see, it hurts. It hurts to it do does. it. It does hurt, fine. Then... I'm guilty of 123 counts of first-degree murder and 123 counts of unauthorized travel to parallel universes. I'm making danger. And all those murders were of yourself. Because this week we're fuck. (laughs) Fuck! This week we are fuck. We are all fuck. At least, like, when we did Rampage... There was, like, the societal knowledge of both the movie and the video game. I, I <laughs> This one may be the first one where people are going to be like, I've got no idea what they're talking about. Because we're talking about the one. What? What? You let me do this. Where do we start? Like, it's... I remember watching it and going, there's a lot to talk about, but I don't even know where... Because this film is an iceberg. Like, we need to start at the tip, but I don't know where that tip is. Okay, well, let me... <laughs> Scotty, let me give our listeners just the tip. Oh, no, don't you dare. <laughs> so, um, this movie came out in 2001. It is the... Oh, God, it's it's just... It's the this, this chef's... Kiss of of two thousand one. It's if you could bottle the year two thousand one. <laughs> if you watch this film and ever forget, it's impossible to not remember it's two thousand and one. There's not a single point in this film where you're like, I think this is from the year nineteen ninety nine. No, no, no. It's two thousand and one the entire fucking time because. The sheer, like, you you said, like, butt rock came into play, and I assumed you meant, like, like, you know, Sonic Adventure utilizes a lot of butt rock, but it's, like, homegrown butt rock. No, this film, like, within the very first fucking scene has, let the bodies hit the throat, let the bodies hit the throat. And the bodies never get back up again. <laughs> they never do. So... Yeah, 2001, I would have been, like, 11, I guess, um, and... I was eight, I think. I was yeah, yeah, because that would have been how old my brother was. Um, and we were, like, just the biggest little fans of, like, Jackie Chan and Jet Li 
and just all all that kind of like which this is a this is a jetly yes. joint it's actually it's, re- not- it's really not that's the thing but I'm, I'm trying to explain how how we got to this point no no i was gonna say it's not a jetly <laughs> joint it's multiple jetly's joint <laughs> But it's also not what you would think of as, like, a Jet Li movie. Um, oh. My. God. I think I just figured out how to make this film better. Under production on Wikipedia, orig- originally, this film was to have starred Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Holy shit. Absolutely, yes. Give me the rock fight. No, it would be the, the rock. Pro- it would have versus- been the proto Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, God. We haven't even told people uh, about. See, you're getting ahead. You're getting ahead. No, I was going to say it's the rock versus Dwayne Johnson. It's the ultimate battle of himself versus his wrestling ego. That's true, because he still would have been. He, he, would, he wasn't Dwayne Johnson yet. He was all rock. No Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> It would have been the emergence of the Dwayne Johnson, but also it would have been proto Hobbs and Shaw, which would have been so good. Oh, but- yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I think this is an alternate universe Hobbs and Shaw. It well, really is. Right, we're getting to the fan fiction part before we even explain what this is. So anyway, 11-year-old Megan, big Jetly fan, had saw a lot of age-inappropriate Jetly movies like Romeo Must Die and shit. Um, Jesus, we've look, we've talked, we've had many conversations about how my content was not monitored as a youth. Um, and yeah, at some point me and my brother were like, oh, hey, what the one, another movie with Jet Li? Fuck yeah. Except, hang on. Fuck yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. And. who boy. <laughs> it's so much it's to so take much. in. And but it's but it's also the perfect like because me and my it's for me and my brother it is our trash it is the very specific <laughs> kind of trash that we ended up growing up and loving it's like uh how am I gonna it's like the first triple X movie with Vin Diesel kind of trash oh, yeah, it's yeah. like I'm trying to think of other just horrible fucking movies that I treasure with my whole heart. <laughs> Walking tall. <laughs> Just, yeah, it's it's that very specific brand of garbage where it's like, I love it. It's my favorite. <laughs> well, what's weird about it is the fact that usually garbage is like base level. It's bad guy has a bomb and wants to blow up the world. They are working with inappropriately high concepts and they are not prepared to deal with them at all in the one it is so fucking good and yeah nobody's heard of this movie um be- because it's it's just bad uh and yeah it has uh it has baby jason stakeums in it before he had done anything before he had been the chief before he was transporting before he was italian jobbing before he was doing anything except, uh, like, one or two, I think, Guy like, Snatch, and, like, I think an even more obscure Guy Ritchie movie. Guy Ritchie was just like, Oi! You there! <laughs> you got a good little voice to talk with, and just because I refuse to not let this joke make the podcast, that does mean this Jason Statham is fresh out the Snatch on this one. That's how much of a baby he is. You were very proud. when I, I could feel the pride when you oh. texted me that one. 
I was so excited. I was like, oh, I can't wait for the reaction. Then you just kept the joke going. I was like, no, no, no. Your reaction needs to be fury right now. It needs to be blind rage at that shitty joke. Uh, it's just it's just this hot, beautiful mess of of drowning pool and disturbed and Papa Roach wrapped up in Jet Li doing a lot of good punching. Um, in this fucking deranged sci-fi plot that we will now unravel for you. But a- anyway, but, but but before we kind of get into it, so the whole idea was, um, as we have kind of come to, uh, as as one of the the many tropes that I, we that I personally hope you've come to enjoy on fun fiction, is is me tormenting Scotty with things. <laughs> It really is, and then me, in response, just mass-texting my displeasure through the whole bit of it. Except maybe this time... You you found... I'm not gonna lie, a prog- I, I said after I was done, hey, give me like ten, like an hour to process what I just did. Ten minutes after, I forgot I had watched the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's... It, it it has great moments, but it, overall, I have forgotten it. It is now in the back of my mind. But I think it's also because I didn't get to watch all the way through in one go. Because the the site I used to watch it on, because I finally did things the Megan way, uh, the site I used to watch it on froze every ten minutes. So I had to take multiple breaks watching ASMR videos in between <laughs> just to try to cleanse my palate next time let me send you the link then okay <laughs> uh so should we tell the do you want to be the the guiding light of the plot and i will just give my responses as we go on sure why not um so there's a multiverse <laughs> <laughs> No, no, you're saying it wrong. There's a multiverse. There's not just one universe. There's a multiverse. There's a lot of them. Actually, probably only 124, given the way this film sets things up. And they all have really stupid names. Yeah. (laughs) There's the Anubis universe, the Hades universe. They're all named after, I guess, like, ancient gods. Sure, I don't. I don't. Sure, why not? I watched this movie. I re- see the reason I put this on the list is I rewatched it with my brother like six or so months ago after not having seen it in like eight years. Um, <laughs> and like any good film, it starts with walls of fucking text. <laughs> it starts with walls of text telling you everything you need to know. And it didn't feel like you know how some movies use that to just to kind of do some set dressing. This one felt like the film itself stopped to tell you things. It stopped and was like, okay, wait, wait, wait. Um, just so you know, when you go into this, uh, there's not just one universe in here. There's a bunch of them. Uh, we have the technology to travel between them, but y- the travel's highly restricted and policed. There, there's not one you, there's many. Like, it, it felt like a madman <laughs> giving you, like, what you needed to know before you went into this. The, the best comparison, actually, that I can think of is the Avatar The Last Airbender movie. Oh, that yeah, that yeah. it just opens with a wall of text and also voiceover 
and it is just Katara frantically being like, okay, so people can air and ban the elements and stuff, and then there were the nations, and then the Fire Nation came, and then everybody was murdered, and then there was the Avatar, but then the Avatar disappeared, and then my mom was murdered, and then my brother was here, and then my dad went out to go fight the people. <laughs> so they took the a- normal opening to Avatar and said, how do we make this worse? How do we just completely shit on this? <laughs> So it's like that, um, except they're like just like yeah, yeah. yeah there's a multi. Like what you just said, there's a multiverse. There's this is going on. And this other stuff is going on, and um, you could kill yourself like a bunch of times because there's a bunch of yous, but you really shouldn't do that, I guess. But this guy did, and now he's going to be the one. I am the one that need to get the red bun. Yeah, no, straight up, they're like. It's all good. We've got it handled. Except for, like, one guy. And that one guy sucks. <laughs> and he's gently. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then and then it opens that they're gonna kill him. Or not, they're not gonna kill him. Because they can't kill him. Because it's bad. Because he, he's, he's, he's murdered himself so many fucking times. <laughs> Here's the bizarre thing to me. Natural human death exists in this universe, so, like, what if that one, like, what if this was a very old wizened Jet Li on his deathbed, and evil Jet Li showed up and was like, I'm just gonna fucking wait. I should be good. (laughs) Um, I mean, unless, like, uh, I mean, like, yeah, death is, like, a thing, but... Are are you saying that a hundred and twenty some odd like really old Jet Lees? What? Well, well, you know what? It's an infinite timeline. Eventually, that's gotta align in the negative way at some point. Well, then they all probably die around the same time if they're all roughly around well, the same that- age. Well, whoever's left gets superpowers and becomes the one and is able to. No longer be an old man, because fuck you, this is the one. There are no rules, baby. (laughs) There are no rules, and there are too many rules. That's what you'll see about the one. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, they can't kill him, because they don't know what will happen if there's only one. Because right now, they're they're down to two Jet Lees. All the other Jet Lees have been murdered, and there's a great moment where on the screen of all the, the, the time... Council, the time police, whoever the fuck they are, they show you all the various jellies. There's Rasta Jet Lee who's just been slapping the bass all day, and then he got shot in the back of the head. There's there's gangster uh, Jet Lee with like a cool scar. There's Surfer Jet Li, who's blonde. Oh, Surfer Jet Because you had told me, I, so I was mentally prepared for Rasta Jet Li, and then it immediately cut to Beach Boys Jet Li, and that's what got me. It was a one-two punch. I really want to see the photo shoot or whatever of just all the Jet Li's. <laughs> yeah. Also, the film, I this is the one smart thing that I actually really liked. As the film opened... With Jet Li, a Jet Li, being taken out of prison because he snitched, I think, was like the story. And to show it's a multiverse and not our home universe, the only way they indicate it is by saying Al Gore is the president. That is the only way they indicate that this is a different universe. And then Bad Jet Li 
kills that jetly then run does a very very long car chase except he's not in a car he's on his feet and then him um god what is even the actor's name delroy lindo Oh, that's the one actor whose name I did not know from yeah, this. Yeah, he was, he, he was uh, just he in, um, ge- was it? He was just in the, uh, The Five Bloods, where he was the crazy motherfucking, uh, Trumper guy. He was really, he was the best part oh, of that fuck. movie. <laughs> uh, him, Jason Statham, and Jet Li all kind of teleport out to, uh, apparently get him arrested, which was weird, because it felt like Jet Li initiated the transportation but if they were going somewhere where he was gonna get arrested (laughs) it just doesn't make sense to me don't worry about it now can we please get into the absolute fucking work of art that happens next (laughs) because they bring him into custody they show him the 123 hymns that he murdered and they're gonna send him to prison and then and he's did he has that great little thing where he's just like i killed myself 123 times you say i'm guilty <laughs> he's I'm, like you laugh yeah. <laughs> i'm clever i'm clever with this well he's straight up just like i mean i killed myself so is that bad they're like yeah <laughs> yeah it's fucking bad i don't know it's probably not bad but the whole time um I'm gonna butcher Carla Gugino. Is that how you pronounce I it? I think so. I knew at one point because I recorded. Uh, I I did a whole fucking watch thing for uh, the haunting of Bly Manor that she was in, and I had to look up her name because I was pronouncing it wrong the whole time. I think it's G- Gugino. I don't know. She's re- she real pretty. She's real. Yeah, she's she real, real pretty. pretty. <laughs> Especially in the opening scene where she's intentionally supposed to be, like, the hot assistant of evil Jet Li. Because good Jet Li has Carla as his girlfriend. And I was just like, oh, okay, hot redheads here, cool. And then, <laughs> did she lean down and touched her boot? And from her, the, the, <laughs> her... Her heel had a door on it, <laughs> and out of that, <laughs> out of that door walks a very tiny mouse. And I just remember going, "Megan, hey Megan, Megan, can we talk? Megan, what's going on? Say the rest of it, coward." <laughs> because at that moment, I thought that was going to be. The most buck wild thing in the scene. I really did. And then the rat walks up, and there's a guard that's like, I'm gonna catch this rat because now it's a Warner Brothers cartoon for some reason. He. <laughs> you gotta point out what, what's special about the rat. Oh, he has like. All I saw was, like, a little wire hanging off of his tail, which to me, I thought, oh... No, no, it's it's coming out of his ass. Oh, is it out of his... Okay, I thought it was attached to his tail. Because for me, I thought it was, like, a, a lockpick that Jet Li was going to use to escape, because at that point, I had not understood just what I had gotten into <laughs> yet. But I did, as that guard reached out, and then... Oh, ah! 
<laughs> just fucking boom. Literally, n- all the music in the fucking film cuts. You just hear, oh, and then the mouse explodes. And then you just hear, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it. She had a detonator. There was a bomb in that fucking mouse. <laughs> and the, they timed the explosion to the that would be non non diegetic uh fucking yeah. wow <laughs> <laughs> it was so much at once because like like i said i didn't think it was an explosive so i wasn't expecting the mouse to explode and i also most certainly was not expecting wow just a crack out of nowhere and i had to pause the film and i started crying laughing i tried to message you yeah. and it just kind of came out as scrabble Hang on, where where is it here i've got it uh i was not intentionally i'm trying to type but i'm crying mouse death mouse bomb is what i I love that you skipped over the one in the middle there megan this is the greatest film i've ever seen (laughs) (laughs) opinions can change this is also when i realized that jason statham has the greatest voice in this film because like imagine jason statham trying to do this voice see yeah see that's what it is so he's still got that jason statham on it but then there's just a little bit of this in there every couple of minutes it's so i like i said i think this might have been like i i have no like don't fact check me because i got nothing to back this up on but i think this might have been the first time he might have ever been trying to dump his accent in a movie he does not succeed by like any metric <laughs> but like it just it fluctuates the whole movie and is part of like him just just torturing his fucking vocal cords trying to make whatever he's trying to make happen his face is just in like a terrible rictus the entire time it's wonderful god i hate the wikipedia description because it doesn't include the mouse explosion. It just says, Eula manages to escape. Tell us how, cowards. <laughs> Tell us how. Don't reach down. He gets out. Why you, don't worry about it. It's just, he, he gets out of there. It's like, uh, I was watching a video today of something from the Star Wars sequels, and it was talking about Palpatine returning, and it just said, Palpatine returned. Somehow. <laughs> that, that's all the explanation you need, bitch. This is Star Wars. You know somehow so he escapes and goes to our well they say it's our universe because george w bush is the president but george w bush does also announce a plan for universal health care and i'm like okay this is not our universe (laughs) there's something drastically wrong here and i liked i did like the difference because it's literally the opening scene again the only difference is now Jet Lee is no longer the prisoner. He's one of the guards. He's a ding-dang sheriff. It was fun. There, There is, like, every now and then there's, like, this brief glimmer of cleverness. <laughs> this brief moment of a thought. And <laughs> it's really nice. Well, because that, like, I, I, I was going to say before I got sidetracked by, like, literally everything, um... 
that that thing they do in the beginning where it's like President Al Gore. You know, the first time you're watching it, you're like, uh, because I even remember. Yeah, like, I remember as a as a as a child, a child, uh, watching it with my like dad or something and that scene in the beginning and my dad saying something like wow they bet on the wrong fucking horse with this movie jeez like how'd they leave that in oh yeah (laughs) yeah no i believe it's it's like spider-verse how miles morales's universe has like a coca-cola sign but not really it's just got like signs that are just different enough it's like that which does go back to my initial thought which was correct that this film is Spider-Verse for people who drink Rockstar <laughs> Energy Drink. That's exactly what this it is. It is. This is... This, I poured Sobe Live Water onto a copy of Into the Spider-Verse, and this came out. Yeah. Um, what is this? Uh, that, that was me the whole time watching it, just going, what is this? <laughs> what is this? I mean, but then uh, you did also just say... I'm about to buy and chug a monster energy drink. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was just me as a person. That's just who I am as a person. (laughs) I vape. I'm not gonna be (laughs) kingdom. Yeah, that's right. I watched the one. I vape. (laughs) (laughs) The one is essentially a Blu-ray disc of Into the Spider-Verse if it vaped, drank Sobe live water, and listened to a lot of uh, Disturbed. (laughs) Okay, we gotta get through this plot. Um, uh, good... We gotta come up with a way to differentiate the two Jet Lees without having to say good Jet Lee and bad Jet Lee throughout all well, of this. Well, their characters' names are Gabe and Eulaw. Because it's Gabe Law, Gabe na- Law and Eulaw. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't help us. <laughs> One can be Jet, the other's Lee. That's, that's the How difference. is that any more helpful? So Jet's the good one, Lee's the bad one. You could just as easily say Gabe's the good one and Eula's the bad one. It's the same fucking, like, it's just as... (laughs) Holy shit, do you know what Eula's first name is? Gabriel. He's Gabe Eula, and then there's normal Gabe Law. Yes, I do know. I've seen this movie like eight times, Scotty. I have a problem. So good, good Jet Li is a police officer. Uh, for the past two years, this is also Wikipedia points this out. It's very rarely brought up until way too late in the film that Gabe in the past two years has experienced increases in strength, speed, and mental ability. Yeah, you get you get one throwaway line where his girlfriend, uh, Carla Jibujib, whose name is TK, uh, which. For, like, the first three viewings as a child, I misheard as DK, and me and my brother had a great running joke where we called her Donkey Kong. DK! (laughs) Donkey Kong is it! Where you get, like, one throwaway line where she's just like, people get old, like, people are supposed to get older, like, when they get older or some dumb shit, like, not faster and stronger, Gabe. (laughs) (laughs) 
The slow, impending march of death is coming for you, Gabe. <laughs> you shouldn't. You shouldn't be better than you are, Gabe. <laughs> Hurry up and die, Gabe. Gabe? That is also my favorite part about this film. Oh, this badass action film with Jet Li and Jason Statham. What's the name of our main character? That's Gabe. (laughs) Gabe's here. Gabe. So, uh, Gabe... Gabe Gabe is also just very soft in general. I mean, it fits. He's a soft boy. (laughs) Uh... The scene plays out like it did in the opening, except instead of him killing uh, Jet Li, evil Jet Li instead tips him off to his presence for some reason. Oh, th- like mentally, yeah, they, they can they can it, feel each other. <laughs> he's got he's got Jet Li sense, and it tips him off, and they avo- he avoids getting shot, and then he's just like. I can't remember what the... Don't worry, you're not crazy, Jet Li says to Jet Li. <laughs> but unfortunately, and then uh, Statham and... I'm just gonna keep calling him Hobbs, because that's what I called him through the whole thing. You, you sure Hobbs did. show off and spook him out. <laughs> ba- baby Hobbs. <laughs> old. That's actually older Hobbs. It's old Hobbs. It's baby, it's baby Hobbs the time cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh so then Gabe gets injured and has to go to a hospital because you know what my action films need? Scenes of our main character getting into an MRI machine and just kind of chilling there for a few. I like how I was supposed to be the one leading this you were just like, "No, no, you're doing it bad. I'm doing it." I'm ta- I'm taking charge <laughs> at this point. Well, it's fresh in my mind as well, so I could just be like, "Okay, we shouldn't talk about this. Wikipedia, I know it's up there, but we don't need to discuss this." So, big cool hospital fight during which Evil Jet Lee yeets himself into an MRI machine, riding it like a surfboard, <laughs> grabbing a pistol, and then it just explodes in a fog of vape smoke. Well, because <laughs> the, the, the gun gets stuck to the MRI machine, and he's like, nah, this is fine, I can work with this, and he, he fires it anyway while it's stuck to the MRI machine. It's cool as fuck. Jesus H. <laughs> now, now is this we've we've had two butt rock songs? I think so far we've had buddy bum, <laughs> buddies. You know, drowning pools. Let the buddies hit the floor <laughs> and down with the sick. Yeah, you know that's the kids' bot version. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then after that big old fight, Jason Statham and. Shobs look at each other and are like, you get one, I get one. Also, I might blow him up with this because uh, Shobs has Oh, yeah, yeah, Delroy Lindo's like, I've got, like, this fucking time grenade or something. It's that got, like, (laughs) Chekhov's time grenade, and and, uh, Baby Hobbs is like, if you're gonna blow up or something, it's gonna be thematic, innit? And Oh, no, no, that's Shaw. Baby Hobbs is Delroy Linda. Delroy oh, Linda's Hobbs, and then Shaw. I can't keep this shit fucking straight, man. Jason Statham is Shobbs. Delroy Linda is Cobbs. Get it right. <laughs> that's why I kept getting confused when you kept saying, is Hobbs this or that? Because I can't, re- I, I can't remember which one is Hobbs and which one is Shobbs, okay? <laughs> 
You got fucking Delroy Lindo and you got fucking Baby Steakums. All right. I actually know baby. who Delroy Lindo is. <laughs> baby Steakums and Delroy is my favorite morning radio show in Atlanta. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, I got, I got this time grenade. It's gonna be great. And he's like, you go blow yourself up. And he's like, nah, it's gonna be fine. But you know, he's also like, he's got that Delroy Lindo just as an actor has big two days till retirement energy, so you know the second you see oh, him, yeah. he's gonna fucking die. <laughs> they they call him in when you can't get, uh, not Ernie Hudson, what, what Danny f- Glover. Danny Glover, that's right. When you can't get Donald Glover, <laughs> you call in Delroy Lindo. Yeah, Ernie Hudson has whatever the polar opposite of two days to retirement energy is. <laughs> I could keep doing this forever. <laughs> that's Ernie Hudson energy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can fuck till I'm dead. (laughs) I fucked a ghost. I don't care. Ernie Hudson has big, you should be two days to retirement energy. Um, Uh, The fight happens, and then they split off. Uh, Shobbs goes and talks to good Jet Li and is like, (laughs) <laughs> oh god this is the scene i just not realized this is the scene this is Here, my favorite let, fucking scene let me let me take care of Cobbs real quick Cobbs gets sure. into a fight with eula um eula realizes he's gonna try to blow him up and then uses his super speed to steal the grenade out of his hands before stone cold killing him and as that's happening the scene that megan's about to describe is being intercut with it my favorite fucking scene uh but he makes he makes uh baby steakums think that Chekhov's time grenade has gone off Um, oh yeah because because the point is that he thinks that eula is dead and if eula is dead then he has to kill gabe because gabe is now the one and balance must be preserved ah but anyway first he's got to tell gabe about the multiverse jesus christ because reasons but but w- wait wait megan should he say this to him while while standing right side up is that is that the way this scene needs to go is describing the multiverse while standing straight up no no that doesn't have the right energy at all <laughs> no no gabe should attack him first and he should be dangling he should be dangling over a railing while he attempts to describe the fact that there is not one but many universes. Like the Joker and the Dark Knight just dangling in front of Jet Li. <laughs> so he explains the multiverse and God <laughs> It's like I said, it's all in the delivery. It's it's just it's a combination like like this is a movie full of so much stupid shit. But it's just yeah. a combination of everything. It's the thing that he's explaining is so fucking stupid. It's the fact that he's dangling over a railing, like you said, like a fucking Joker while it's happening. While he's doing this voice that's just nothing. Yeah, see? Multiverse, yeah. And he's just, he sounds like, he sounds like he had to, like, run. Like, he was offset, like, trying to eat a bagel and they were like, "Yo, you gotta, you gotta get on set now. This is the you big explain go. the multiverse scene." And so he's like, "There's not one universe. There's, there's a multiverse. Fuck! I, how am I supposed to do that? 
Like zoink, Scoob. You ever think we'd end up like this after our travels through the bookstore? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Jet Li fondly remembers, We didn't meet at a bookstore. Holds up the gun. And I do want to give props to Jet Li, because Jet Li really does play them totally differently. Like, they are definitely too completely separate characters like you can see a shift when he goes evil jet lee when he's the little attic munchkin <laughs> yeah no like he uh he's putting in way more effort than he really needs to <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh like that's fucking hard <laughs> he yeah. feel he feels like that these are two different dudes. It doesn't just seem like, well, this is Jet Li when he's wearing his hair this way, and this is Jet Li when he's wearing his hair that way. <laughs> so, uh, good Jet Li shows up. Yulok kills TK by shooting her just, like, in the liver. I'm like, <laughs> I've seen these. I, I was like, surely she's not dead. That is not a, that's not a death blow right there. <laughs> And, uh, then, oh, God. Oh, and then God, Gabe there's... has that poor little thing where he's like, she was my center. She made, <laughs> she made me whole. <laughs> Which, by the way, apparently, that's because of the way he fights. Uh, let me see if I can find it on Wikipedia. Yeah, they, 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 he gave, that's, the, again, gently putting way too much fucking effort into it, is he give, he gave them both two very distinct fighting styles. Yeah, um... Yula uses Shinwai Kwan, I may be pronouncing that correctly, characterized by aggressive linear movements, while Gabe uses Bagwajong, Bagwajong, which uses subtle circular movements, because he's, he's, he, he likes the circles. <laughs> Big man Gabe loves him a circle. <laughs> so he catches back up with Stakeums, they go to a gas station, um, where not Ernie Hudson is working there, but it's this universe's not Ernie Hudson. And it was my favorite moment of the whole film because Stakeums is showing him, like, all the guns he has. And the Jet Li just goes, let me show you how. And just fucking wrecks a sign. Wrecks the sign for the gas station. Because he's so fucking strong. Because, like... Because there's only two of them left, and he's just like, my hands are all the guns I need. <laughs> yeah, because I did enjoy this, the fact that every time a Jet Li dies... An angel his... gets its wings. <laughs> well, his energy doesn't just go to Eula. It's spread amongst them, like wildfire. It was very nice. <laughs> So, uh, Stakeums has a moment with his old partner being like, I'm sorry you're dead, but I'm gonna do things the Stakeums way now. And this guy, who's just a fucking gas station attendant in this universe, is like, I don't know you. <laughs> I'm calling the police, are his quotes. Uh, then they go to the big boom industrial plant that's just made for cool explosions. <laughs> And I don't the the action set piece factory. <laughs> yes, because I, I there's not really much I can think of that stood out during this. This was just like a good fight. That's all I can say about it. Yeah, it's just a cool fight, honestly, w between Jet Li and Jet Li, which must have been hell to shoot. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me see. The, uh, there was the moment earlier in the film where Evil gently picked up two motorcycles and just made a dude sandwich with them. Oh, yeah. Taking out that. some cops. <laughs> that was good. And then fucking... <laughs> I'm trying to say... There was a very good line read from Jason Stakem where he realizes that the wormhole they have to go through is about to open soon because reasons. And he just looks up and goes... Shit. Like, <laughs> without even, not even believing it. Just shit. Shit. Damn it. Uh, like, oh, my, uh, there's another good line read during that fight where they're running out of time. And, yeah, yeah. They're like, he's, he's just, he's not even in the scene. He just wants so desperately to be involved. And he's just hiding in a hole and he's just like, 30 seconds! Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, during this, the uh, Chekhov's bomb does go off and it does nothing. <laughs> it literally <laughs> achieves nothing. Nope. Chekhov's time grenade does not do shit. <laughs> and at the beginning of the scene, because you have to tell them apart, Evil Jet Li does take off his shirt to reveal a second gray sweatshirt <laughs> underneath it. And this is where I think your argument of, well, they got dressed in the same place falls apart because at the end of the scene, good Jet Li sets on fire and he has the exact same sweatshirt underneath it. The exact same gear. <laughs> Anyways, they all go through the wormhole and proving that this film is dumb as fuck, evil Gabe just goes, that's him, and points to the other game, and they're like, "Well, he said it. Let's trust him." Yeah, because going through the wormhole, like it, it, it fucks you up real bad. Uh, so they're yeah. just like kind of writhing on the floor. But since uh, Evil Jetly's like done it a bunch of times, he's like a little better at it so he he has the wherewithal to be like it's him whereas good jetly is still just like oh god my body which should be an evil even bigger tip off that that's yeah, the bad right? <laughs> because when you go through this fucking portal your body disintegrates and they show every piece of it but then the very last minute Stakeums is like that's not him Look, he has the mock of where his wedding ring was, which, good eyes on you, Stakeums. <laughs> Way to look out, Stakeums. Uh, so they send bad Jet Li to evil universe. They send good Jet Li back in time, kind of, so he could relive his life with his girlfriend, TK. Well, what it was was they were just going to send him back to his home universe, and Stakeums was like, no, like... It's bad there. They think he's a murderer and his girlfriend or his wife or whatever is dead. Like, and they're just like balanced. And he's like, here, let, let me do the knob thingy. And he sends him to a, a nicer universe where, you know, the Jetly there is, is dead because all the Jetlies are dead. But a version of TK is alive and that's good enough for good Jetly. <laughs> and if you think that's where the film ends, no, it is not. <laughs> Got one last uh, surprise up its sleeve for you. Because we cut to you, Law, in front of a bunch of other prisoners who remark fresh fish and got a pretty mouth before him going, I'm you, Law. I'm nobody's bitch. You are mine. And I honestly was praying 
that the film would then do like a Loki in Avengers type thing where one of the prisoners just beats the shit out of Eula. But no, instead, we get one last bit of butt rock with Papa Roach playing as Eula just beats the shit out of everybody on top of this pyramid. And that's how the film ends. (laughs) The camera pans out and you just see like this army of dudes just rushing up because they want to fight him so bad suffocation <laughs> no bleeding don't, don't give a fuck so so that's the one and i'm now happy i didn't come up with much for my fan fiction because we took up some time just d- describing this we have to give it its due the people need to know <laughs> People deserve this. But since since this was yours, I will uh, I'll leave the floor to you on what you did with Stakem's and Jet Li's fun adventure. It's been twenty years. The people deserve it. <laughs> like I said, if 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 you didn't have a friend like me to do this for you to give you these formative experiences, you would have gone. Imagine it, Scotty. You would have gone your whole life never knowing that this was out there. I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) That would do that for our listeners. Our listeners could have gone their whole lives never knowing. We're sharing our pain. My pain, I guess. All right. What'd you bring to the table? The table. So, uh, yeah, it's not really a, a written or a completed thing, but... I feel like it was a a crime that... This didn't get an Oscar. Yes, obviously. (laughs) Where is the recognition? Um, No, more specifically, and you had brought it up when, you know, you were uh, watching it when you were like, oh my god, like, I can't wait to see the alternate universe Jason Statham's. Yeah. And I was like, you know, well, I, you know, I don't want to, you know, do a spoilers, but I'm going to let you down easy. We don't get any. Yeah. Everyone else you get to see an alternate of, except for Stakeums. No. No, there are no alternate universe Stakeums, which is just severely disappointing. So I imagined a, a sequel of sorts. Maybe not like a, a sequel or a, a companion piece to the one uh, in which we see Stakeums, who, you know what? I don't even fucking remember his character's name. <laughs> <laughs> um, Was it, I, I was about to say Shobbs, but it's equally, it's Funch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh, so the sequel is The Fun. <laughs> Yes, the fu- the funch, the funs, <laughs> the funch bunch, the funch bunch. Yes, it's called the funch bunch because yes. it involves him having to travel to these alternate universes because reasons. Right. Uh, maybe maybe Eula escaped. I don't fucking know. And he has to get all of his alternate universe selves and he has to recruit them all into a gang called that i'm now deciding is called the fudge punch so it's the that fucking episode of dexter's lab is what you're proposing there's jacked dexter tiny dexter teen dexter 
Yes, except but they're all, they're all funch. Except no, they're okay. all they're all characters from other Jason Statham's movies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so like he goes to the transporter and he finds Frank Martin. So it's like he pops up and you know he's he's uh, he's putting a trunk. He's <laughs> just inside the trunk. There's not one universe. There's a multiverse. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm not supposed to look. I don't look inside the trunk. I've got to go dive and and uh, shoot an old Asian man or something. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, well, I can. You, you can help with that. Um. Yeah, and then uh, they go. To, they got to go to the Italian job. Or, you know, he's just a dipshit what drives a Mini Cooper. God. <laughs> he's, he's, he's Handsome Rob in that movie. And That's just a like, good name. Like, I drive a car for Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, you could come with us to the multiverse. Look what my lip does when I try to say multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> We're a bunch of bald-headed fellas all hanging out. <laughs> it's a good time. I mean, I, he could try to go to the transporter, too. I'm not 100% sure how that works. <laughs> gets <laughs> real get second one. Gets real fucking hanky. Oh, God. Crank? I was praying you were going to bring Crank. Oh, of I'm course. Actually, I'm on the page of Crank 2 High Voltage, a film that I did not realize starred... Dwight Yoakam. I didn't realize country singer Dwight Yoakam was in it. I've seen Crank 2 and I don't fucking remember that. What the fuck? Dennis from It's Always Sunny is in Crank 2. I remember very little about Crank 2, to be honest. Like, 90% of my recollections of Crank 2 is just me and my brother saying things to back and forth to each other like, no, you don't understand. If you aren't constantly electroshocking your junk, you die. No, you don't understand. If you aren't, like, I don't know, like, tweaking your nipples with an ocelot, you die. <laughs> I love celebrity cameos for Crank 2 include, and the First four names listed are all porn stars <laughs> because Crank Two don't give a fuck about you. Dave, uh, do you know the name of David Carradine? We got to do a Crank Two episode because David Carradine's character is named Poon Dong, and that's <laughs> all I want to talk about now. <laughs> Jesus. Goes to Crank 2 universe. We don't want you. We want Poondong. They just see him foaming at the mouth and they're like, you know what? <laughs> Actually, we're good. We're gonna we're gonna go to in the name of the king, a dungeon siege tale. We're gonna go get medieval <laughs> fucking steakums and we'll be back. <laughs> What's really confusing is when they go to war. <laughs> because Jet Li's in that one too. Oh, he's on. He followed us here. It's like, fuck, they're friends in this one. Shit. Can I skip ahead to the ending? Do all of the Stathams take out Jet Li by putting their heads together 
and the light from the sun shoots between all their bald heads and it builds up a powerful <laughs> beam of energy that they just shoot towards Jet Li. <laughs> Uh, no, actually, what, what I was going to do is, is once they get to uh, Shobs and Cobbs, they, they just steal all the cars. <laughs> <laughs> and they, just, they, they just flat run him the fuck over. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson's truck takes him out. <laughs> and I'm going to be honest with you, that was literally all I had, is I was just like, why do we not get alternate universe stakeums? <laughs> that was my thesis. All the stakeums. <laughs> Oops, all stakeums. <laughs> well, my fanfic came from a different inspiration. It's from something we talked about and something that I didn't want to watch, so I did what I do instead, which is just read about it on Wikipedia. And it's inspired by the final scene from the Snyder Cut. <laughs> <laughs> old ding dang joker and what happens during the whole nightmare saga oh fuck uh yeah i did watch the whole the whole snyder cut because it looks weird <laughs> it looks unlike any film i've ever seen is supposed to look um well why because it's in four three it's in the, the fucking square aspect ratio no it, it's just like sh weirdly shiny I guess is the best way I can describe my reaction. No, it's it's pretty gray, as as Zack Snyder tends to be. I mean, this isn't the episode for this, but, like, it's fine. It's way too fucking long, but it's better than the original Justice League theatrical Well, yeah, cut. That's, that's not hard to do, though. It's, yeah, it's a low It's a very low bar, but, like, it's fine. That epilogue's batshit fucking crazy, though. Yeah, where Jared Leto's just like, I never got to do this shit during my film, so I'm gonna go. It's pretty much like, Zach gave me a blank check for three minutes of nonsense. That crazy son of a bitch, let me say we live in a society. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. He's letting me reference a sequel that's never gonna happen. <laughs> so. Uh, well, speaking of, this is a sequel to the one that I've written, and the beginning is uh, right where we ended the last one, which is with Jet Li on top of that ding-dang pyramid fighting a bunch of motherfuckers. But now no one's up there. It's just dead bodies and Jet Li in the middle of it. So and he's you, you would say the bodies have hit the floor at this point. Yes, they have. <laughs> There's like a weird orchestral version of Last Resort playing over it. <laughs> <laughs> and then lightning comes down, new prisoner is presented, and walks up the steps to Jet Li, who at this point is just like, I am here. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's different, he's older, he's more wizened, and he calls the prisoner over and is talks just does weird proverb shit about growing stronger in the body but not in the heart or what the fuck ever. And then he looks at the prisoner and says, fight me. And Jet Li is an old, old man, so the prisoner's like, no, fucker, I'm not gonna fight you. And he goes, no, you must. And that's you end must. of that scene. <laughs> Cut to our universe, and we see good boy Jet Li in a rush to a flower shop. He's his life is normal now, he's purchasing flowers for, his, his, for TK, and it's very sweet. But then we slowly realize that there's also a dark reality behind it. TK is sick, beyond all imagination. TK is in the hospital. 
Uh, he visits her, gives her the flowers, and they share a loving stare between one another, reminiscing about their past. Then a doctor comes in and says that the illness is inoperable, but the whole time he's being a dick about it. Kind of like, we didn't talk about her, but the fucking nurse that puts him in the MRI in the one is a bitch. She's, she's such the worst. a bitch where she's like, it's an MRI, not a heart transplant. It's like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> yeah. So this is her dad. <laughs> So Jet Li pulls him out of the room and implores him to try out a surgery they've been talking about, and the doctor refuses, saying, like, it'll be expensive, It's he's being a dick about it, and Jet's trying his best, but he continues to refuse, and so Jet Li turns on the one mode and beats the shit out of this old doctor, which is all I wanted to see happen to that nurse during that scene. <laughs> Beats down the doctor, no mercy, and as that's happening, we get smash cut between that fight and the fight between Bad Jet Lee and the prisoner on top of the pyramid. And so smash cut, the fights are eerily similar in uh, a bunch of different ways, but eventually good Jet Lee stops when he hears something. A slow, droning tone coming from within TK's room. TK has passed away. Because the doctor refused to operate on her or try anything. We cut back to the pyramid, where the prisoner has left Jet Li a bloody pulp on the top. Jet Li looks up at the prisoner, smiles, and he says, There is only one. And then Jet Li dies. <laughs> so cut back to our universe, Jet Li goes out in the streets fucking furious, confused, in pain. And then bright white light just surrounds him as the evil Jet Li dies. And now Jet Li has become the one. He stares up into the sky, the burning hot sun staring down at him. He reaches up, plucks fire from the sun itself, and uses it to destroy the hospital behind him. Jesus he is fucking Christ. <laughs> he's now, he's gone feral. He's destroying the entire city, which means... That's right, I'm back. <laughs> Jason, Jason Statham and the Multiverse Squad show up to track him down. So now, this is, I'm of two minds. This is either the middle of the movie or the end of the movie. I'm not sure. But Jet Li is just in a burning husk of what once was the city. And he is standing face to face with Statham, who is imploring him to stop his assault on this world. He tells him, you have the strength to handle your pain. You're the one. This world cannot handle your pain. Jet calms down for a minute, and then, because we've already established the multiverse squad are dipshits, one of them shoots him. And so, once again, Feral Dog goes and hunts. Wipes out everybody. Maybe the prisoner that killed evil Jet Li comes in to kill this Jet Li. I don't know, fuck it. Jet leaves Jason Statham for last. And he walks up to him and holds his skull in his hands and then just squeezes. And you hear crackling and shards busting as he is crushing the skull of Jet Li. When suddenly, Jet Li cannot do anything anymore. His strength has left his body. His body is growing weak. And then Jason looks up and smiles and realizes that a black hole has created another universe in the multiverse somewhere. There is another Jet Li that exists sharing his life force. So Jet Li is fucking furious, grabs Jason by the collar, forces him to 
take him back to the ship or whatever the fuck that place was to <laughs> find the new Jet Lee. After much delaying and uh, fucking plot shit, I don't know, Jason discovers the new universe and begrudgingly sends himself and Jet Lee there, and they discover a world just beyond devastation. Like, what Jet Lee did on our Earth looked like gardening compared to what happened here. It is horrifying. Death abounds. Nothing has survived. Sitting in the middle of all of it, though, is a small shack. It's a funky little shack. <laughs> Jet approaches it, cracks the door open, walks in, and he only hears one voice, and it's humming, and it's going through the kitchen. And it's surprisingly the voice of a woman. Jet looks confused, but then Statham looks at him and goes, This is in multiverse. There are multiple different options of what could have happened. You could have become anything, even gay. Hey! <laughs> Jet Li shrugs it off, pulls out a sword or some shit, preparing to fight for his power back, when that voice turns a corner, and it is a perfect representation of TK standing in front of him. She smiles at him, walks over, and says, Do I know you? And that could be where the credits went, or alternately, I did want to, like, work in some plot thing of, like, well, in order to grow stronger, you must kill your previous selves in your real life. That way, you don't have any expectations of what you're supposed to be, but of what you could become. Things like that. Or, fuck it, just credits happened there. I don't know, because that's all I have. But being the sequel to the one, it only felt right to call this film The Two. It's just Jason. It's just Jet Lee and his wife hanging out in a shack in a destroyed world. Jason stayed. Was like, I guess I can leave him here. <laughs> Seems yeah. fine. Uh, just live in a black hole together. Don't think they're hurting anybody. <laughs> you, you guys can't really get out of here. Do you know about any interdimensional wormholes? Because that's how the other guy got around. <laughs> Yeah, that's what, that was mine. That was the two. I think you put more thought into it than the, any than went into the one. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I fuck. It was a film. I think we fixed it. I think we fixed it this week. I, I pictured a lot of very orchestral, like Papa Roach, happening during like the <laughs> devastation scenes. <laughs> well, not just devastation. No no bleeding. Yeah. Don't give a fuck if... Oh, wait, no breathing. Don't yeah, give a fuck, fuck if I get my arm bleeding. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's time to move on to next week. And... You're, well, this... You're, you're this in is, charge again. You, you, get to, you get to have your revenge. Actually, I don't. Because next week, we have a guest. Oh. Oh, shit. I can't even remember if I told you about this or not. You did it! <laughs> in, in a perfect display of the universe just all working together, we got a lovely email from a fan, uh, sent us some suggestions, and one of their suggestions also lined up with what our guest wanted. So next week, uh, Eamon Connolly from the One Letter but Better podcast is going to be joining us to discuss... <laughs> Digimon the movie. Exclusively Digimon the movie. <laughs> Which version? 
I assume the the one that's three movies in one. I assume oh, that. It's, oh Christ! I assume it's the all star one. I asked Dave, and I was like, "Do you want to come on?" Oh yeah, that'd be great. Any idea what you want to talk about? Digimon, specifically the movie. Like straight up went. The movie must be discussed. Oh, God, help me. Okay, you know, this is an act of revenge. This is an act of violence upon my person. (laughs) Well, we did Pokemon last week. Now we can just double it up. Now we can do both of them. All right, but until then, where can people find you on the internet? (laughs) Well, in this universe, uh, they can find me at Oh No Lit Class, a podcast about classic literature and and the, all the ding dong jokes there in at onolitclass.com or or wherever podcasts uh at, or on twitter at meg <laughs> underscore danger and you can find me what scotty mo on twitter <laughs> s-c-o-t-t-y-e-m-o and you can check out all the other podcasts from the mini adventures of sammy magic to jwf monday night ignition all at a load of pure bs dot com but in another universe you <laughs> might be on instagram or maybe friendster or linkedin <laughs> hey I'd never be on linkedin <laughs> uh thank you best day for doing the music where we go oh hey that's that's podcast music baby um and and then also the same music that says, hey, that podcast is over now. How about it's that? It's done. It's done. This podcast is fucking over. If, you, if that music makes you think about podcasts, you can hear more of it at soundcloud.com slash best hyphen day. Or by going on to Spotify or Apple Music and just thinking about best day. And... <laughs> Just think it real hard at your computer. Maybe, reme- maybe you, if you're if if there's another version of you that's killing multiverse views, you could be getting powerful enough where that's that's enough. That's all it takes. I'm not gonna lie. When they were like, he's killed 123. I was like, well, it's multiverse, so there's got to be a shit ton more for him to go through. Oh no, just one more. Just one more. That's it. There are only that. There's 125 Jet Lees, and that's it. That's all we can afford. <laughs> also, support us on Patreon. You get early access to the episodes. Um, apologies, this one went up late. We had to record late because I put off watching the one as much as possible. But you can find all that at patreon.com slash a load of BS in addition to tons of other exclusive content. And pick up that hot shit. That fresh shit, that brand new Hawk Babadook merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com, baby. You gotta get that Hawk Babadook merch, baby. We, like, we probably get, like, one or two messages a week about the show, and it blew my mind that within, like, an hour of that episode coming out, multiple Hawk Babadook merch, now! <laughs> Give it to me! Give me that good, good Hawk Babadook crazy <laughs> that Give me that Babadook! As if, like, literally the minute after we hadn't finished recording, you were like, I'm gonna make a Hawk Babadook shirt right yeah. now. <laughs> Well, you put out the teaser, you get the feelers in. 
it, then when it's released, they're like, wow, that was a quick turnaround. Even though I've had it in the canon for weeks. <laughs> the Babadook canon. <laughs> it's shaped like a top hat. <laughs>